and we are live again. For I know the schedule live. said schedule said eight thirty. I said uh, eight thirty can kick rocks. Um, it's been it's been a crazy day. Welcome to your civil discord, your weekly dose of radical curiosity. I am one of your hosts, the exhausted, the crazy, the notorious BLG, aka Maurice Jones, out here in People's Republic of Texas, where it has not really cooled down a whole lot. Um, school is starting to get underway for some people. Um, uh, some people across the nation, I know uh, for us, wow. football and volleyball season have kicked off officially today. So, yes, I was in the gym and on the track conditioning people for volleyball. So um, that was crazy. But nonetheless, again, here with me more often than I am, as always, is the great Amanda Ajax the Grift, a.k.a. the Supreme Overlord of Liberty out there in People's Republic of California. Amanda, how's it going? It's it's going uh, it's going all right. Um, yeah, we're so we're we're having like lagging audio, lagging video, and we're just making it work. We're doing it live, uh, and we're gonna see how this goes, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm I'm doing all right. Um, yeah, it is it is still summer. I don't know why schools are schools are early, aren't they? I because I, yes. I I always grew up where school started the day after Labor Day and mm. then and then it got out in June and then also the times like I grew up in the, the like the nine to four era which is a normal thing now mm. you've got people like now you got school starting at 7 30 people That's have us. lunch at 9 45 I don't yep. why are you doing this to children yep. why are you why no, this I yeah. such a problem with the public school system on this. Such a problem. Like, don't mess with kids' sleep schedules. Like, I'm the, yeah, already abusing them enough. Yeah, ours is pretty bad. So we start at seven fifteen. Yes, the bell rings at seven ten. So we actually start school at seven fifteen, and we get out at two fifty five, which is absolutely crazy. Now school hasn't officially started for us um, yet. It's just today was the first day that we could actually start practicing sports. And then, so as a okay. coach, I went back to school today, but I did see some pictures on Facebook. Of somebody saying that it was their first day of school. It was, I think it was a first grade and a fourth grader. And I was just like, that's really early. Like the first of August, I mean, they've got to be getting out like early May. Like yeah. that has got to be their last day of school. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, but, but I, I'm with you. I remember days where, you know, school would start at nine and we're getting and we would get out at four and then we would have early outs. Of course, I went to a Department of Defense school when I was right. in kindergarten through second grade, I believe. And we had an early out like every Thursday. It was either every Tuesday or I, actually it was every Thursday. I'm sorry. Every every Thursday we're getting out of school at like two o'clock. I think it was like 12, two o'clock or something like that. So okay, yeah. um, because everybody on post was getting off early so it, it it allowed us to get off early as well too so um that was crazy but nonetheless yes school is starting starting back up i am stupid busy uh i've got people in town i was just telling amanda that i'm exhausted i've got people in town from a baby shower uh because we just had a baby shower on saturday which was crazy absolutely loved every bit of it um but that that was fun and so we have some friends actually visiting from canada which was absolutely which i mean it's it's cool to just kind of hearing them talk about what's going on in, in their country and how they 
in in the difference and they actually live i mean not five minutes from the actual u.s canadian border so that's actually pretty cool um but just talking with i mean last night we had conversations about how do we feel about the star spangled banner and how do we feel about race relations okay first of all the star spangled banner is just a terrible song yes it's a terrible national anthem i know i like the the lyrics are fine look this is this might be an unpopular opinion, but it also happens to be true. We have a terrible national anthem, and it needs to change. There are few, there are very few countries in the history of the world that can walk the line. Now, Star Spangled Banner is good instrumentally, like yes. orchestrally, it's great. There are so few countries whose national anthems are good orchestrally and in terms of singing, mm-hmm. and it kills me that the one that I can think of that just nails both of those is the USSR. Now, the USSR had the, I mean, it had a great national anthem. <laughs> like, it's fantastic. I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful song, and I'm glad it doesn't exist anymore. Our anthem is not great. It's no. Not great. No. It is not. It is not so. Um, I mean, but but it, it's been great having them in town. Um, we talked again. We t- we talked about like the race relations and how how we feel about cops and and things of that nature. And I think they were they may have been like not necessarily taken aback, but never heard my opinion on things. And and I tell them all the time, like, look, I know I'm crazy, and I'm in the minority of minorities when it comes to any views in America. So. So again, do not think that I am the majority of any of any of it because I'm not. They were talking about um like Canadian freedom fighters. They have Canadian freedom fighters. And and I had I I kind of had an idea of what they were, but they are they're pretty much like your your proud boys in America and things of okay, that nature. Yeah. So um okay. it's it has been a blast having them. Um it's 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 been a blast. It's absolutely been a blast and just kind of hearing hearing their side of things. Well, one of them is actually a U.S. citizen, and the other one is a Canadian citizen, and they actually have a daughter who is who will have dual citizenship, dual citizenship here pretty soon. So um, it's been pretty neat, pretty neat. But again, I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's funny. My parents are going to Canada uh, in a couple of days, and so I'm I'm not sure if they're prepared for like how restrictive it still is mm. but you know we'll see we'll see right. how they how they find it because i know the provinces are are different canada just confuses me me too like if you feel really like this does. yeah if you feel like this intro is long by the way ladies and gentlemen it's because when we were doing topics i forgot to put topics in the google doc so i very <laughs> very briefly updated maurice on like what i think we should talk about and so yeah we're we're i don't know if it's not really stalling there no, were some opinions no, that we just threw back and forth about national anthems and 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 race relations. Exactly. Yeah. So it's all good. But um, Amanda did mention to me that there is an Inflation Reduction Act, and if this sounds anything like I think that it is, it's probably going to do the opposite of reduce inflation. Mainly because anytime that there's a bill or anything that that Congress decides to pass for any specific reason just because it has the name in it does not mean (laughs) does not mean 
that we um that that's what it actually does you know but there yeah go go ahead go ahead no i was gonna I was say, say i i at least the acronym so usually they have like a punchy acronym this one isn't right. but it's funny because the, the acronym's ira and this this the ira will in fact probably hurt your ira that's <laughs> that's a true thing to carry on no go ahead so no, kind of no. um, amanda kind of walk us through this whole inflation reduction act what it supposedly does how things happen i started reading an article and mm -hmm. was like there's no way that this does what it's intended to do but hey it is what it is so it supposedly does a lot of things right depending on whom you ask not really talking about reducing inflation interestingly like even in the statements about reducing inflation or sorry, even in the statements about the act, they don't mm. really mention its inflation-reducing capacities. Uh, they talk about how it's going to save the environment. Um, we're, we're, we'll get to that. Uh, it's going to not raise taxes on anyone making under 400K, except the text of the bill doesn't quite say that. The text says that nothing in the bill is intended to increase taxes. <laughs> on anyone making B under word. 400k a year i would like to just you know that that's sort of like when you're writing an academic piece or whatever and then mm -hmm. you have the introduction that talks about what you what you're gonna do what this paper is trying to do that'd be kind of like just me writing that introduction i am in this paper i plan to and then that's it ends <laughs> i want to show xyz right oh, and then uh, so yeah, it, it doesn't intend to increase taxes on anyone making under 400k per year. Mm. Um, it also, Joe Biden says that it will uh, allow. A, oh, sorry, um, it will compete with China for the future, and it will help win the battle with China for the. So we'll get to that too. Now, Penn Wharton has a very helpful model that kind of talks about whether some whether a, a budget's going to be inflationary or deflationary, mm -hmm. or it's very involved. And this is a quote from Penn Wharton that this bill's impact on inflation is statistically indistinguishable from zero between now and 2031. And I mean, the good news about that is that, I mean, maybe it won't add to inflation, but it's certainly not going to do anything to reduce inflation. Right. And Peter Suderman of Reason Magazine very helpfully referred to this as a Democrat solving their internal problems bill, which is basically what it is. It's this hodgepodge that Joe Manchin finally kept to. We don't know about Kirsten Cinema, Kristen Cinema, mm. um, Kirsten Cinema. I, I, you know, it sucks because I like her and I like her fashion choices and I can't, I just blanked on her name, the pronunciation of it. I'm sure she gets that all the time too. Because if you're a Kristen or a Kirsten or a Kirsten, you right. just know when someone starts to say your name, it's going to be wrong. Uh, so anyway, sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but at any rate, um, so it's, it's a lot of jargon about the environment, yes, there are subsidies. So hmm. we will be fighting inflation with subsidies. We are fighting inflation by giving people and corporations, but I repeat myself, money. Um, and but it's not, not a spending really, bill. It's not a spend except subsidies. Yeah. Oh, and it, we're also going to spend money 
for IRS enforcement. We're going right. to spend a lot of money. We're going to give a lot of money, in fact, in this bill to the IRS to enforce crackdowns on, on people who evade taxes. Now, there is a difference between tax avoidance and tax evasion. Right. One of them is not legal. The other one is perfectly legal. And the wealthy have methods of tax avoidance. The less wealthy do not unless they are taught by Maurice. And then more, not <laughs> it's avoidance. Maurice can help you strategically avoid. invest. Yeah, avoid, not evade, never evade. Evading exactly. is very bad. Never evade. Nope. Right. No, I, again, don't mess with the government and their money. I just avoid paying them for as long as I can. There we go. And it says optional, doesn't it? It says it says voluntary. It's, exactly. Yeah. Um, exactly. But there's also money being given to uh, the Postal Service, the USPS, which is Libertarian's favorite thing, has a monopoly on uh, on postal delivery, on mail mm. delivery. Um, to purchase electric vehicles and charging infrastructure. Right. And I will once again remind everyone, coming back to that comment about winning the the future with China and competing and so forth, if you are paying for EVs, which you are now as a taxpayer, EVs for the USPS, you are funding the Chinese Communist Party. You are funding the world's worst emitter and it doesn't have to be that way. We can source the materials that are contained in this infrastructure and in these EVs here and among other environmentally conscientious nations. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand how this is how we compete with China for the future. Because of our manufacturing policies, this bill's climate provisions are going to fund the CCP's emissions. I know I keep harping on this, and I, and I say I know I keep harping on this, and I keep harping on this and keep saying that I'm doing it because it is so important to get through people's heads. As right. long as we are outsourcing manufacturing of critical elements to China and to the CCP, then we're not helping the environment. No. Our green tech needs to be made in countries that, you know, we, we, we can set certain standards that we think are appropriate. Mm -hmm. And then we need to be exchanging and purchasing green tech from countries that uphold that. Of course, China can still source rare earths where, and right. we can, we should not, we should not prohibit us from purchasing rare earths there, but there's just no competition now. There's mm -hmm. absolutely none. Um, so that's, uh, that's the climate provisions and, uh, the, the Chinese business model all rolled up and in, gotta love it there. Yeah. Gotta yeah. love it. No. So, uh, I, I was reading this, um, this, this bill because I, I mean, and it, it talks about how Joe Manchin is now in support of it and it, and it just kind of references the build back better, um, mm -hmm. which, uh, I, I had a huge play on that when I was I was building my fireplace. I was like, I'm creating a, a YouTube channel that's called Build Black Better. Um, just because I will I want to talk about black people building Please stuff. Do. But Please <laughs> do. I mean, I would love that channel so much. It's like, yeah, black people building stuff, but no, um, <laughs> but it, it's um Joe Manchin literally said he's like, it's just not a spending bill. He insisted that this is not a spending bill. Um but yeah, they're spending money um, in the form of subsidies and things, things of that nature. It's about fighting inflation. 
Um, and and so I was like, you know what? Just let me go to this this uh, the Democrats. It's Democrats.Senate.gov. Their little summary, and it says the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 will make a historic down payment. <laughs> Sorry, I will make a historic down payment on deficit reduction to a fight down- inflation. Literally, that's literally what it says. That's literally what it payment. says. I was oh, like, dear. oh my gosh. Okay. Um, on a deficit reduction to fight inflation, invest in domestic energy production and manufacturing, and reduce carbon emissions by roughly 40% by 2030. So we're talking in the next eight, you know, seven and a half years, uh, reducing our carbon emissions by 30 by 40%. That's a lot. How that is a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're they're going to be emitting the carbon for us instead. Exa- exactly. They already do that, that so well. That's what I've learned. A lot of this carbon emissions is not really reducing the carbon footprint of 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 the world. It's just moving our carbon fr- footprint to somebody else's, and then they are going to foot all of that or whatnot. Because hey, we can say they're not as developed as a country as we are. So hey, we're doing great. But it is what it is. Okay. Um, the bill will also finally allow Medicare to negotiate for prescription drug prices and extend the expanded Affordable Care Act program for three years from uh, 2025. And here's the rub, because otherwise, and I'm actually, actually, I think this is still might happen. People were going to see their premiums skyrocket right before the midterms. Yep. And so now they're they keep on kicking that can down the road. They once did mm-hmm. that unsuccessfully, and everyone got really upset. It's like, why did my insurance premium just go up so much? Why yep. am I just because the what what you had in place expired? So yep. yeah, we we are kicking that can down the road. Yeah, it, it, it's it's absolutely crazy. Now I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how any of this actually reduces inflation um mainly because i don't think i i I don't know and i I don't want to speak in absolutes and i'm trying not to be sarcastic here um i've never ever thought that you could legislate your way out of inflation like i'm not sure that that's maybe it's possible i don't know how you would go about doing it but but i'm not exactly sure that you could legislate your way out of inflation like we've talked about this ad nauseum i'm not gonna say ad nauseum but we've talked about this for a i mean in 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 on many different episodes just discussing what causes inflation and why we are in the situation in which we're in and i don't think that raising the corporate minimum tax to 15 percent um you know or prescription drug pricing reform oh my gosh oh my god that that in and of itself and it's 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 great that amanda always brings up the ussr because they are a great example of what not to do when it comes to like building price ceilings i want to reiterate take (laughs) the lessons from the national anthem leave everything else maurice you have the floor like I mean, when when you talk about creating price ceilings and and this, I mean, it is literally it's basic economics, and I'm not doing that as a pun or a shout out to my boy Thomas Sowell. Like I'm not doing it for any of that reasons. I like it is legit basic economics. Like when you say, "Hey, you cannot make more 
you know, your, your product cannot cost you more than this. You're not going to be able to make more. And so you're just like, okay, what's the point? Like, so you, you are going to have a shortage regardless. People, there was a toilet paper crisis in 2020. Everybody ran out of toilet paper. Why? Because they could afford it and they, the prices weren't raised. And I mean, and, and so the, the, in, a, in an economy like that, you, you don't, people weren't able, weren't able to, um, to react in a way in which you say, hey, let's limit the amount of people who are buying toilet paper. Okay. Same thing with, with, with drug pricing. You think that making drugs, and this may sound mean and, and, and disgusting, if everybody can't afford the drug, then you're not going to have that drug. Like that's like it's if 7.4 billion people in this world can buy it for a dollar, nobody's making 7.4 billion things of, of, of drugs. Like, so it's, that's just like, that's just economics. You know, it, it is literally understanding that resources are scarce and how you, and how you, you, you divvy up those scarce resources. Like, I mean, that's just what it is. But again, that is part of, of what, of how they, they plan on, um, this is part of their total revenue raised. Okay. So IRS enforcement, IRS tax enforcement, because you gotta, you gotta hire people to enforce those tax code because of the, the loopholes, which I, okay. I hate when people use the word loopholes, especially politicians. Cause it's like, well, we just want to close a tax loophole. Well then do it. Let's just do it. Well, people are taking advantage of it. They take advantage of it. Cause you put it there. If it's not there, then nobody takes advantage of it. But anyway, um, speaking of loophole, they literally have a point that says carried interest loophole. Like, I mean, so it's they have all of these things. They're they're going to they're investing four hundred thirty three billion dollars, which again is a drop in the bucket when it comes to our debt. When it comes to our budget spending, um, they're they're investing energy, energy security, and climate change. Three hundred sixty nine billion dollars of that. Um, is getting is getting that, and then the Affordable Care Act extension is getting another sixty four billion dollars. So total deficit reduction of three billion dollars again, which is roughly a few hours of spending when it comes to this government. I mean, maybe that's a couple of days. I'll give them that. It, it, it's that's a few days of spending. You know, how how often does they spend money? But I just like just reading over this and just reading it aloud is just like, oh my gosh, like this is. This does absolutely nothing for inflation reduction, which is in it. Just like the Affordable Care Act was supposed to make things more affordable, and it did the exact opposite. You know, um, just like the assault rifles ban doesn't ban assault rifles. It only bans assault rifles for um, the citizens that are considered commonly used firearms, which that's a key word in use because um, the Supreme Court ruled in uh, the DC versus, I think it's Heller DC or DC Heller. I can't remember. I know it, it, it's it's in, in that ruling. Yeah, that um, that you were allowed to, that that the Second Amendment protects um against commonly common use firearms, which is a lot. So um, it is absolutely nuts. Um, this is no reduction of no reduction of inflation, just all in the name IRA. We are going to reduce your IRA. That's what it is. I, I'm stealing that from you, Amanda. Reduce the Go IRA. For Go for it. Yeah. And uh, no, I, I I agree. You know, it's again, it's sort of, it's at least nice that 
it's not expected to add a ton to inflation except through subsidies. Mm. I love the down payment comment. I really yes. love the down. That's, that's almost as bad as just coming out and saying, it puts down collateral. It put, <laughs> I made a down payment on my car, which is a Dodge Avenger that has great glutes, and I love it very, very much. Great glutes. <laughs> I made a down pay. It does have amazing glutes. Dodges have, you look at those Dodges and you look at the back. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. You're like it's rounded. Tight. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so <laughs> I made a down payment on my car. It took me, I think, what is it? Five, little, four years to pay, to actually purchase my car. Okay. So there's a down payment. And then over a period of time, maybe there's a reduction, but that doesn't even happen. That doesn't right. even happen with this bill for uh, the Penn Wharton model, which is, is in fact, it's a very good, very involved model. Which Absolutely. I don't understand because I don't have Maurice's economic <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> oh man! Oh, and this is here's another part that, that they have in there: make biggest corporations and ultra wealthy pay their fair share. Like I, I, anytime I hear that, I just know that you're about to parrot some stupid talking point that I think is completely asinine. Um, when you say make sure that they're paying their fair share, they pay their fair share, pay their fair share. Well, what is fair share? Right? Like it's, oh, so I, I know you said intent, but this says there are no new taxes on families making $400,000 or less and no new taxes on small businesses. We are cracking tax loopholes and enforcing the tax code. We're closing yeah, tax loopholes and, and enforcing the tax code. Yeah. Like yeah. I just, it's, I making sure the wealthy pays their fair share their, their their fair share um and i think it's uh small businesses what do you deem as small business is it by your actual code of 99 employees or less because if you're doing that then that is roughly most of businesses in america like i mean when, when you think of large companies that i think that is honestly like single digits how many businesses actually have 100 100 or more employees i mean but and I, I actually I I think it's probably um they, they may deem it as 500 plus employees like I mean it, it is it's absolutely ridiculous but hey if you get rid of if you get rid of the loopholes that you claim are there then it wouldn't be there like enforcing the tax code maybe how about this maybe don't make the tax the tax code so complicated like or maybe don't have me guessing at how much money I owe you and you just tell me how much it is, just like everything else. You tell me how much I owe you, I pay you the bill, and then we move on. Don't just have me, don't every single year, come come middle, late January, I have to get a W-2, and then I got to go in here and tell you exactly what I feel, what I've done, and what I've done to avoid paying you taxes, okay? And now all of a sudden, you're like, oh, well, this is how much you owe me. No, I'm going to tell you at the beginning of the year, hey, here's what I'm going to do here, here, here. You tell me, hey, Maurice, you're going to owe us, you owe us $2,000 in taxes. Bet. Sounds good. Here's a check. Move on with my life. Instead of you taking it from me every single month, uh, making me, oh my gosh, ugh, 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 making me sick to my stomach every single time I get a check and I see 35% of it absolutely gone off the top. Some of it, which I, which I care about because I'm paying into a, I'm paying into a retirement system, 401k, and some healthcare, things of that nature. But roughly 22, 23% of it is literally going to taxes. Like, oh man, 
mean, federal government can kick rocks on those tax loopholes. I will avoid as much taxes as I can. Thank you very much. Keep the loopholes in there. I will enjoy every bit of that. But not evading them. Never. No, definitely. Do not evade. You do not evade. And I know I say a lot of crazy things. I do. I, I will never, ever, ever. I'm telling you, just like I tell people this all the time. Hey, don't play with me and my money. Same way with the government. Don't play with the government and their money. They will find you. They will. They will 100% find you. So, so they can always make more. As we know. Exactly. Uh, but I, I and I, I want to briefly. So I want to go to Joe Manchin, which I there's this there's this dynamic that takes place with Joe Manchin very often where the right will always find this strange new respect for him when he does something that they like. And then the left will find a strange new respect for him when he does something that they like. Joe Manchin is looking out for Joe Manchin and the people, the constituents in the state of West Virginia. He is not, he's not acting. Well, I shouldn't say he's not acting on principle, first of all, because I'm not going to ascribe motives, but also because, you know, his principles could be his constituents and that's fine. Right. But he is looking out for them all right so he's going to be politically strategic this is no one should be shocked by this support for the bill the and then he's going to do something else that the right's going to like and the right's going to love him i almost feel bad for the guy like the right's going to love him and then he's going to do something like this and the right's going to hate him and the left's going to love him and the left's going to hate him again i'm just excited to see what cinema does yeah, I'm I'm it'll be interesting to see how she figures it out. I think I think this will be the kick to the to the Democrats. The assault weapons ban that just got passed in Congress will be a kick to the Republicans. Okay. I think that'll right. be that that may be his he makes them happy. He makes us happy kind of thing. Um, moving moving back and forth, which if you haven't noticed or you don't know, I think it, it happened. What's I don't even know what the day of the week today is. It's Tuesday. I want to say this Monday. happened. This did, did this it's happen Monday? Monday? Today's Monday. No, it is Monday. Yeah, today today's Monday. Monday. See, look, yeah. I, and my days shows you how exhausted I am. No, it's great. I feel better because it happens to me too. So, <laughs> um, so I want to say they passed this last Thursday or Friday. Um, they passed it with I think it was a vote of two seventeen to two thirteen somewhere around there. Um, it was crazy. So they, they passed this this assault weapons ban um, that, let's see, I'm trying to figure out the best way. To, I mean, of course, we all know how I feel about it. Like, let's be real. We all know how I feel about it. Um, but it bans, bans any, it's, it's a semi-automatic, uh, they call it a semi-automatic assault weapon that um which again i don't know how how they determine what is what um because most firearms that are in common use today are literally semi-automatic like one one pull of the trigger one one bullet flies out of the chamber like that is literally how how they operate um but it it, it bans that and it bans their terminology not mine large capacity magazines so anything that is 10 rounds or more um is considered banned and that would that would literally be every single magazine that i own every single one of them including my hand including my handguns because i am what they call an ammo sexual so i yes i am and i wear that proud 
okay? Because every single magazine that I own needs to have, and and I, my wife gets mad at me about this all the time. I need at least fifteen. I need at least fifteen. Like if if I'm going to use it for what it said it's for, then I'm going to then, then I need at least fifteen. I mean, we we talked about we talked about our hero, um, Mr. Dickin last week, and he 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 did ten shots. So imagine if that if those ten shots didn't stop the threat, and because maybe maybe the guy was maybe the guy was six two, two hundred and fifty pounds, you know, and he he hits eight out of ten shots, and the threat still isn't down. What do you do now? Like now it's time for me to reload. Like come on, no, like no, no, I'm okay. So um, so it bans a large large capacity uh m- magazines, which. For me, large capacity is anything that's over 150 rounds. If you can hold 150 rounds, that's large capacity for me. Everything below that for me is pretty standard. So <laughs> at least in, in, in my opinion. But so it does that. And it supposedly grandfathers um, current firearm owners into this clause. You're supposed to be grandfathered. However, it talks about safe storage. And it's the only people who are allowed to store firearms are like licensed users, i.e. FFLs and things of that nature. So if you are a personal person, it's a personal person. If you own your own personal firearms and you're you're legally not allowed to store these semi-automatic assault weapons, like you're you're not allowed to store them. So you have to take them to somebody else to store them. It is it is a hodgepodge of craziness that the democrats were excited that that they passed i saw a video of nancy pelosi doing her little giddy yes you know and her little gremlin smile or whatnot so and two republicans actually voted for this um which is absolutely crazy i can't believe that they did but hey you know go figure people are crazy i'm confused how do you because in you have to store basically like in california you have to constantly Mm -hmm. be storing your firearm right so well, do you just have to have it out? You just have to have it out, basically. So you can't store it. If yeah, correct. It needs to I be. Just have to have, yes. I just have to have the Chekhov gun on the table. Yes, literally. There we go. Like, do like, another Russian. And comment. that's if it's grandfathered in. If it's grandfathered in under this clause, it has to be like, like within reach of you. So if I, I'm sitting at a desk right now, there would if, if I had any, they would need to be within reach, or I would not be allowed to have them. Like it is, I mean, so, so, if, so if you think about it, that's like, if, um, if you have an electrician come over or whatnot, I'm, I'm still an example from, from one guy who I was, who I was listening to, but, um, you have an electrician come over and he walks into your house and you go and answer the door or whatnot. And then he turns around and sees you have a firearm on your coffee table that is not within reach of you. You have now violated this law. Like it is absolutely crazy. It is asinine. And, and, and of course, again, everybody knows how I feel about firearms. I absolutely love them um, for, for home defense, for whatever you want to use them for. That is not taking another person's life who has not aggressed upon you. I am OK. Like it, it is if, if you are not threatening anybody for whatever you want, if you want to collect them, collect them. If you want to go hunt, hunt. If you want to use them for self-defense, do that. If you want to do airsoft stuff, do all that. None of that. I, I do not care. Don't care what you use it for, as long as you're not killing other people with it, then we then then, then we are actually fine. So, um, but that that passed. It is absolutely crazy. But again, this is where I think Joe Manchin is going to give his little 
here you go. We're not passing this in the Senate. Um, yeah. it, even though it, it passed in the house and, it won't make the Senate. And, yeah. no, I, I, I highly doubt that it will. If, if, if it does, Oh, we are. Oh my gosh. We, I don't know how long we gonna have this podcast is what I, whew, we may well, be the going course, off the air pretty soon because they, they gonna, they gonna shut your boy down. Cause I, mm, I will not comply 100% of the time, even though I have a family like I like that again. That is my line. It is drawn there. My line, they'd have been crossed my line. So, um, but, but yeah, that is, I don't know when the Senate is going to be looking at that and, and going over it, but it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to keep your, to keep your eyes out on, uh, uh, to keep your eyes out for it. Keep a, be on the lookout for it, whatever it is. Y'all know I'm tired. I'm sorry. You're fine. You're fine, dude. So, you did talk about Nancy Pelosi rubbing her hands together. I want to <laughs> talk about a the good gremlin. thing that Nancy Pelosi did. Nancy Pelosi took a trip to Taiwan. She's in Taiwan right now. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's actually um, pretty, I'm not going to say outspoken, but is more of a supporter of, more of a vocal supporter, we'll say, mm. of, of Taiwanese liberty than many Democrats and indeed Republicans. Um, and she has, you know, she's visited Tianmen. Uh, she is the highest ranking U.S. official to visit Taiwan in, I, I don't want to quote the year and get it wrong, um, but it is, it's quite a long time. Right. Now, she was planning on taking this trip to Taiwan and then she was going to not because either she had COVID or she was exposed to COVID with Joe Biden. Um, so she, so then the trip was off and now it's back on and she's headed toward Taiwan. It's interesting to see the horseshoe theory that the anti-liberal left and the far right are both coalescing around their disagreement with Nancy Pelosi's decision to visit Taiwan. Mm. Uh, under the on on the grounds of this is escalatory really it's escalatory it's escalatory for a u.s citizen to exercise their freedom of movement and take a trip right. somewhere it's escalatory for someone to to perform a gesture yes of support for taiwanese liberation if that's escalatory we have a problem and yeah. what what is escalatory is not the deed itself it is the declaration of it as escalatory and that is on the ccp so there were there were threats made against her by uh by you know, ccp backed um backed journals and journalists who were saying you know someone should shoot her plane down uh so these are threats against a u.s official's life and this again this dosey -si doe that biden did where on the one hand, he's got this phone call with Xi where he expresses, you know, expresses concern over China's practices toward Taiwan. Then he turns around and cautions Pelosi not to go to Taiwan. Mm. This is all about having the courage of your convictions. Our policy, our posture with China cannot just be speak softly and actually, no, there's no stick. We're just speaking softly and sometimes right. a little bit louder. But right. all talk and no action is very obvious at this point. This is not strategic mm. ambiguity. This is just 
this is lacking the courage of one's convictions. So I do yeah. want to applaud Nancy Pelosi. Uh, yes, her Taiwan trip is a good thing. And I don't appreciate uh, the double talk coming from members of the Democratic Party or, or, the, or the Republican Party, by the way, because, again, the far right America first people are exactly the same way on this. Yep are exactly the same way. Yeah, freedom is all very well and good until someone wants to be free to say that another person should be free. Right. Who would have thought? I mean, I guess it is in our name, civil discord. But we would be giving Nancy Pelosi some kudos or credits after all the dogging that people do on her. And as crazy as she is, and as, as much as I can't stand her, um, who would have thought that I would be saying, kudos to you like you were literally i mean now granted this is this is her kind of talking out of both sides of her mouth sometimes too but i will i will not do a backhanded compliment because hey here you go like you were doing something that you probably i mean people that that that, that people do not like on both sides like you're going to a country that a world a, a world leader, I guess, I guess you would call them that, like doesn't want to acknowledge them. They don't want yeah, to acknowledge yeah. them. They, no, that's, they that's say completely like, hey, true. They, well, like, like, like as far as China being like, like a world leader in, 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 in some regard. So oh, like okay. they, they, um, they don't, they will not acknowledge them. They want to say, Hey, they are part of us. They are not independent and things of that nature. And you're saying, no, I'm traveling to, and you use the name that they don't want you to use. Like, so like, like all of that, that is, that is kudos to you, Nancy Pelosi for doing that. Um, I really do applaud you. I wish you'd have been talking about this way back when, when the, when the, um, when those, uh, when, when, when Hong Kong was tripping, I won't say Hong Kong yeah. was tripping, but, but when, when Hong Kong was at the height of their protest and you were talking about like independent and sovereign nations and things of that nature, wish you'd have said something about, about that too, as opposed to telling the NBA and, and Daryl Morey to, to, um, to be quiet and to almost, almost kind of shut up and dribble um, in, 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 in that context. But, but no, like, again, um, for her to, for her to travel and, and, and like you said, I mean, this is Nancy Pelosi as much as people don't like her, she is not a nobody. Like she's speaker of the house. Like if, if two people die, she is, she is like third in line. She's, she, she's second in oh, line to be president. Scary. Like oh, know, that scary. is a scary thought. That's 100% a scary thought. But you think if Joe Biden goes and then um, the, the black lady who's wearing the, the blue suit and her pronouns are she and her or whatnot, if she goes as well oh then gosh. then pelosi is up next you know so it's it is um it's for, for for her to be that high of a ranking and to go into this country i think makes a statement for her and in in where she 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 aligns with some things i also think and th this is i think that subliminally that makes a statement for the u.s and them yeah. acknowledging oh. like like hey we're okay with this, China, regardless of whether you think. I mean, you know, Joe Biden may want to proceed with caution. I mean, as he normal, as most presidents typically do when it comes to China, unless you're President Trump and you you are very outspoken against the company, the, the country. Well, even he is um, against her taking the trip, by the way. Right? He and, like, no, he, he is. Not against that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I and I, this is where um, I 
it, it's hard for people to do, but like you need to, who cares who the person is? What is the act that is being done? Again, and, and, and as I previously stated, I, do, I don't like Nancy Pelosi. Like I don't, heck, I don't like, I don't, there are very few politicians that I like, but when they do something good and they do something that is worthy of me applauding them for doing, I'm going to do that. To do that. This is one of those situations. And this is kind of where, where I feel like, you know, people are blinded by the fact that that she is who she is and she's crazy and she's a nut job and she may be a lizard person in a human's body like a skinwalker. We don't know. Um, she may be one of those people, but they're, they're blinded by all of that. And so they don't want to give her the credit knowing that, hey, this is a big deal. This is a big deal that shows that the U.S. is going to acknowledge Taiwan as its own sovereign nation, as it should. Um, and then we move on because, and, and partly I, I've got ulterior, ulterior motives because I want people to, to recognize Texas as its own sovereign nation when, when we decide to succeed. Oh, boy. Too, so. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> well... That's a different situation. No, for it? sure. No, yeah. I, I know. I know. No, I'm, I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Yeah. No. Um, you know, I, it was, again, the horseshoe theory was great seeing the DSA tweet against mm. Pelosi. And then there are people who are saying, oh, well, she's not really doing this about for Taiwan. She's doing it to distract from her husband's DUI or something, something insider trading. Like, okay. I, first of all, I, I doubt that she would do this to distract from stuff around her husband. There are other ways right. to do that. Yeah. Also the message that this is, let's say that's completely true and that she's entirely self-motivated. The message that this sends is really important that you had a bully who said, Hey, this thing, don't do it. You better not do the thing. You mm -hmm. really better not do the thing. If we capitulate it at that point, then that would be a huge signal. Mm -hmm. The fact that we did not yep. is also a signal. And yep. so whatever the motivation for her trip, that what that signal was is important. And I applaud that signal. Yes, definitely. It's, it's almost like, uh, I, and pardon me because I've been hanging around a little one and we went to the aquarium but i was thinking about you guys watch finding nemo nemo's dad hey nemo don't you touch that butt like don't touch it don't touch it and then he touches it or whatnot and he's, he's like i don't care now granted nemo's um story after that was pretty crazy and he got sucked up and he had to go fight with darla and had it and had to break out of the thing and he had his lucky fin and so forth um you guys know the don't story. understand and the reference actually I, I <laughs> never have, seen finding nemo i think i might have kind of passively watched it Aww. once where it was just on and i thought yeah. it was really terrible i hated the beginning i i absolutely loathed the beginning and i i really kind of didn't pay attention so no, no I, i'm not good. part of the finding nemo fan club i know no, that everyone his... likes dory yeah for sure yeah Dory is great yeah but it, it was it was hey don't touch the butt which is the boat and nemo was like i'm going to touch the boat and he touched it and it was like hey china telling us hey don't you dare recognize taiwan don't you dare don't don't you even don't 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 and they're like mm. nancy was like hey whatever and if this is a cover-up her her husband's whatever then eh, 
<laughs> okay. Like, I mean, I feel like this is pretty good. This is this is literally a, a, a I won't say the no. This is a big middle finger to 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 uh to said to said CCP. country. Yeah, like, yeah, one hundred percent. Like, hey, you can go and kick rocks, like for sure. Yeah. You know, so I am I'm all for it. Kudos to you, Miss Pelosi. I'm sorry, Mrs. Pelosi. I will address you as such. Nance, nice job, Nance. Exactly, out there from from California. Either rep- yeah. represent your state. Kudos to you. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, let's <laughs> represent us a bit. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, so I, I doubt that this is this is the uh, the attribution here, but I was listening to Megan Kelly's podcast today because I, I listen to it uh, with with some mm. frequency. She has good guests on, and um, she's also just like goals in terms of when I'm however old she is. I she just she's she looks amazing. Um, she looks amazing for any age, but at any rate, um, and she was talking about California politicians and, you know, potential, uh, challengers to, to president Biden. And she said, That's so weird. About, what? Challengers to president oh, Biden. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. She said something about, uh, Gavin Newsom with uh, like, this handsome guy and his great hair. And I, okay, I wasn't the first person. I was not the first person to point out Gavin with the good hair's good hair, but I certainly do it with an alarming amount of frequency. That mm. concerns even me, quite frankly. And so, <laughs> you know, I don't think, I don't think she's a listener. I just want to say, I might've been the first to say Gavin with the good hair. And it might just be circulating throughout society now in the social discourse, or maybe I, I, people have been commenting on his hair for a long time. But I prefer <laughs> the first, uh, the exactly. first explanation. So we're going to go with former. that. Definitely the former. I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with that. So let's see. Did you want to end it there? <laughs> we can. We, we, we can, can unless you well, have unless you have other topics or questions. We were going to. We were going to talk about like libertarian views that we may have given up on or we have changed over the course of of, of the time, but we can definitely save that for another show. Um, or non-libertarian ones. No, because sure. I, I just remember that I had said that my position on tariffs had evolved in the last right. yes. uh, in the last episode, and I was yes. I was thinking after we recorded, I was like, I wonder what if Maurice has had any any um, changes of heart on on certain issues, but. I have, okay. but we'll save that for another episode. <laughs> oh, Magoo is interested now. We have a commenter who's intrigued. Magoo, I, if you have a if you have a question, it's your last shot to to get in a yeah, question. Yeah, I, I know we will. Uh, as Magoo, if 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 he has any any questions, um, uh-huh. uh, the as he types it in, um, please 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 make sure that you share the show with a family member, a loved one, somebody who is in love with the USSR because they produced good things like their their um national anthem and somebody who doesn't like the ussr because they have they had poor economics which was a big major part of their down of, of their downfall um so share it share the show with a friend leave us that five star rating and review um uh as far as on 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 apple podcast <coughs> excuse me sorry uh, a five star rating and review on apple podcast follow us on spotify um, wherever you catch your podcatchers, join us live. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we go live once a week, typically it's Sundays, but 
again, as you guys have and probably have noticed that this has been a crazy week. I don't even know what day of the week it is. I thought it was Tuesday and it's actually Monday. Um, so, uh, but subscribe that way you get a notification anytime we actually go live, which is, which is definitely once a week. And then you can, and then we leave the, the live videos up so you can watch as well too. comment on the videos. If you want to know what views has changed, like Magoo, he wants to know a view of mine that's changed. Um, from a libertarian standpoint, uh, probably I would say my view on voting has probably changed back to maybe maybe I should I should vote. Um, okay. just right. be, from from the mere fact of like, especially I mean, it's really just more so locally, not necessarily um, on a on on a, on a federal level because, but this up and coming twenty twenty four election is going to be is interesting to me because. My view on it is if, you know, if I'm a voting libertarian and I want to vote my principles, should I do that or should I vote to keep an idiot out of office? Like, because like, because it's, it's, I mean, this, it goes back to this whole lesser of two evils thing. So if, if, if a vote, and I hate this, a vote, a vote for somebody is a vote against somebody else. Like, like Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't subscribe to that logic. But understanding that if Ron DeSantis is wins, if Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump or whatnot, would I rather have Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, or would I rather have a Gavin Newsom or another four years of Joe Biden? Like, because if if I'm voting for for the, I mean, because I love Dave Smith, absolutely love the man to death. Feel like he he he's. He, he and I subscribe to a lot of different, uh, a lot of views that are very similar. Um, and so I would love to have him as president. Dave Smith is not one of the presidential nominee, no, nomination. Like, let's be real. He's like, an like anarchist. He, I feel like, like you can't be. <laughs> this, right. I, yeah. So, so he's not winning. And so if, if I'm in a, if I'm in a swing state, thankfully I'm, I'm not, well, at least, at least currently I'm not in a swing state. Um, but if I was in a swing state, I would my view on voting would probably be, be very different. And and that is something that I've kind of grown to say, like, OK, you know, because from from the beginning of my I'm, look, I'm an ANCAP, whatever. I'm not subscribing to any of this stuff to now. I'm like, I've still got to live in this world and I've still got to protect those who are coming after me. And so what is the best way to do that as far as things moving, moving forward? Because, again, I, it's not a utopia and I know it's not, but. I need to make sure that 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 my views on that um, update as I get older and as my family continues to grow. So that is definitely one thing that that has has changed. Is it, I would say I would say it's full, it hasn't fully changed, but it's in the process of changing or whatnot. So Wait, just my, my views on voting. State? Yes, it is. Wisconsin is a swing, a swing state. Oh, cool. That is a random question. And I don't know why I asked it <laughs> at all. No yes. idea why I asked that question. Yeah. <laughs> But so, it's good to know. It's good to know these things. Yes, it is. So if you move to those states, like, like, hey, and and again, they're saying Texas may be a swing state in the next eight years. So huh. I, okay. I I don't well, necessarily yeah. know sense. if that's true or not. But but I mean, but that's a very possibility. So I mean, we did we did uh, stupidly. At least I wasn't living here when that happened. But we did almost elect Beto O'Rourke as our state senator. So uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, as 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 our senator. It was ridiculous. So, but nonetheless, um, that was that that is definitely something that has changed for me. So, 
Um, but again, do all of those things. Leave us a five-star rating review. Share the show. Share it with a friend, family, or a loved one. Um, follow us on all forms of social media. I will say all forms, actually. So on forms of social media, sorry. Instagram, at, um, at Civil Discord Podcast. And call me Maurice. Again, I just finished my fireplace. Um, and I posted it to my story. But um, I will actually post a fixed picture of it. We'll post it on there as part of my, my woodworking skills and how great part of your they build are. black better. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Build black better. <laughs> um, coming soon to Instagram as well to Instagram and YouTube build black better. <laughs> um, follow, so follow Amanda on Twitter at Ajax the Griff, and then follow us as well too on Twitter at civil discord pod. Again, anything that that's crazy is coming after is coming out of me. Anything that is sound and logical is coming out of Amanda for sure. So do all of that, do all of that, and we, we will be back again with another episode of, t- of Civil Discord, your weekly dose of radical curiosity. Until then, y'all be easy. Stay fierce.